We got the shame kicking connected creators in the house. Welcome to the Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast, helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day, despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut up moment, and impact-driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. I am your host and chief shut-upper of Making Shit Happen, Bernie Shum. Now, on to today's episode. Hello, and welcome to another awesome edition of The Shut Up Show. I'm your host, Bernie Shum, a.k.a. (laughs) B-Money, a.k.a. B. You know, yeah, I have a bunch of uh, hip hop names. You know, I, I've got I got my street cred. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, um, I'm a fool. I'm wearing shades today, guys, but not for the so whole fly. episode. <laughs> not for the whole episode. Just to introduce my awesome and amazing friend, new friend, but uh, I feel like homies for life with this guy, and uh, our co-host for today, Ozil de Bastos. Welcome. We got the shame kicking connected creators in the house. What's going on, my people? <laughs> oh, snap. What's up, B, B Money? And by the way, the shades look hot. I, I, I think, you. Uh, yeah, you should wear them more often. I like it. Thank you. Thank good you. Look, good luck. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I'm blushing. I'm blushing here. Oh, <laughs> anyway, that, that was such a beautiful uh, reply to my intro because I think I might actually <laughs> take that little snippet and, you know, put it somewhere on my podcast. But, cool. you know, Ozil, man, I'm seriously so excited to have you. I mean, for so many damn reasons. Um, you know, before we hit record, we talked about life of entrepreneurship and how it starts, you know, fairly early on in people's lives. And I know that I've only known you for a short period of time over the last you know, few months that I've been following mm-hmm. your journey and seeing the amazing success that you're already seeing uh, with uh, Creative Con- Connected Creatives podcast. Mm-hmm. But, um, dude, I, you know, as I went back and dove into mm-hmm. your history, you've been an entrepreneur for a very, very, very long time. And so I thought it would be a great idea to bring you on to the Shut Up Show so that you can talk a little bit more about how the hell do you take, you know, in real life relationships and connections and, you know, convert that to an online business, if you want to call it that, because now the things that you're doing are all online. How do you get people to go from here to tweeting and Facebooking and what the hell all that stupid stuff is? Like, I, I don't care for social media, but my, my business is virtual. So for me, I really want to know like how you did it because I've been doing this for, you know, six plus years and for you it sounds like it's it's more recent than that. So anyway, Ozil, yeah. welcome to our show. What do you have to say about that? Well, well, first off, it's an honor to be on the Shut Up Show. Uh, you know, I'm a big fan of what you do, so so thank you for the opportunity to, to be able to share my story with your audience. So let's take it back. So you know what? Uh the transitional period, I think I started with the basics. So my first love was performing arts. Started as a hip hop dance instructor, taught for three years, uh, was in a b-boy dance crew. Um, and then I got involved in organizing social events, organizing rooftop parties. So, um, and then from there I transitioned to, I started a company called District Soul Promotions once I went towards the music field. So it started with just grassroots. And I think that it helped me to what I'm doing now with building an online community where I was doing it where I was doing it just with people, 
and, and you know, just face to face, organizing events, networking. So I'm not a stranger to putting together events and doing, and I really, and that's the reason why when I started Connected Creative, I started with social events because I really, uh, enjoyed the human interaction, the connection. And, uh, so that's was whenever Connected Creative started, like I want to make sure that it's interactive and it's just not, not online. Uh, it's been challenging learning all the social media. It seems like when one pops up and then another social media platform pops, I'd be like, damn, I got to learn that now. Uh, but so anyway, so I think what really helped me transition and what's kind of helped me being, you know, finding a little bit of success in the online world is my ability to articulate my message and communicate with people. Um, I'm not afraid. Uh, and it took, it took some time. Uh, dance, performing arts uh, taught me a lot about self-confidence and the ability to, to reach out to people. So I think that's where, where I started has helped me, uh, with the online community is, uh, the grassroots. I, I started back and you know, I started with the basics. So, uh. And here I am. I love it. I love yeah. it. And I and I love your backstory and, and one piece that you left out, which I'm sure you could probably yeah. bring up as we talk about, you know, our topic of conversation for April and now mm-hmm. I'm extending it to May, Shut Up Show Community, is uh, we're talking about selling online and there mm-hmm. are so many facets of you know, selling, you know, the different specialties of selling and the way you sell, whether it's traditionally or online. And do we talk about, you know, sales as process? Do we talk about, Mm -hmm. you know, sales as an art? I mean, there's so many different things that go into it. And I, it was so timely because, dude, I just listened to your monthly confessional on your podcast this morning. And you talked about how back in the day, before we even knew what internet was, you were putting together b-boy videos yeah. and selling that stuff. So yes. take us through that because I think this will help set the foundation to talk about like before you even know what business is and before you even had an e-commerce website, yeah. you were doing this shit. So, so kind of take oh, us through cool. where did the idea come from, first of all, and then how did you find the opportunity to generate, you know, this, this product for, for your audience. Yeah. So let me share that story. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned that because that was the beginning of my entrepreneurial pursuit and and my passion for entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I, uh, was really good at connecting with other b-boys. So when they would come down and b-boys for some people who might not know about the term, it's, it's breakdance. It's the breakdance community. So uh, these are urban hip hop dancers. So they would come in and they would come from all over the world, from Japan to England. And that's when AOL, the chat room, was big. Remember that? Oh, that's that old school. So I would meet them that way. I mean, that was really, if you think about it, that was, you know, uh, Twitter 1.0. I mean, that's, you know, that was a way for us to connect with so many people from all over the world. And, um, so I connected with B-Boys from all over. I would invite them to Houston. They would come down and I would connect with them. Well, they would go back to their country and they would come out, release these rare videos. And a lot of the U.S. B-Boys dancers would look up to the international dancers. So I was like, hmm, they really, and at that time, a lot of United, a lot of U.S. B-Boys were selling videos, but they were all from, from our country. So I was like, let me reach out to them. So I would hit them up on chat rooms and say, hey, listen, uh, if you have any rare footage, if you have any, anything that you would like to share, and they would be more willing to help me out because they're like, hey, listen, you brought us down, you connected with us. Sure. So they started shooting me videos that was like hard to find videos. And I would, I created this little catalog and my mom put some, you know, some graphics and we just put it together. And next thing you know, and I'm selling them in the neighborhood and, and in school and it made some profit out of it. So, uh, yeah, that was pretty much the, the beginning of my entrepreneurial uh, passion and journey. <laughs> Dude, so that was, that was, that was fun. How yeah. old were you at the time? Do you remember? Oh, I was, um, I want to say I was in, was it middle school? I want to say I was in middle school. Okay. Yeah. Maybe a freshman okay. in high school. Yeah. So that was have- back, back in the days. Have you ever noticed that, you know, like this day and age, you know, I, I'm in my, you know, 
mid to late 30s. Um, but I'll, I'll talk to people and they'll go, did you, were you always an entrepreneur? You know, did you know you were going to be an entrepreneur? And, and I used to say no. But when I look back, similar to your story, when I look back, I was creating, mm. remember those little fortune teller hand things that you'd go yes. like this? <laughs> you go, yeah, you fold them up and... I was creating those yeah. and I was selling them for 50 cents a pop. Like, like <laughs> right I, I think I was like in second or third grade or something. Yeah. So back then, like I was doing stuff like that too. And that is that whole entrepreneurial spirit. So mm -hmm. I guess my first question for you yeah. is, do you, do you think you're born as an entrepreneur or do you think that it, it's honed over time? Maybe it's a hybrid of the two. What do you think? I think it, I think it's a hybrid of the two. Um, I think a lot of people, I think at an early age, a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, even on the show, they've been on No Permission, even on your show. It's funny because there's a common theme. So they go back to their childhood. I mean, you know, I used to sell this and I remember, you know, creating a lemonade stand. And you start seeing remnants uh, of signs of, of, a, of a future entrepreneur. And a lot of them start really early. And uh, some just kind of cultivate that. Uh, a lot more. I dropped out of the entrepreneur. After I stopped doing that, I became more of the marketer. I was more of the curator, host, connector. Um, so I really dropped off the entrepreneurial, but I see myself now reverting back. Now I'm connecting the dots to where I'm still hosting with the podcast and putting together shows. But now I'm like, okay, I still appreciate and love selling and being an entrepreneur. So let me wear that hat now and start experimenting a little bit more about, you know, towards, you know, the entrepreneurial. Uh, sector. So, uh, yeah, I do, I think it's a hybrid of both. I think definitely is something that you cultivate, but a lot of entrepreneurs, they see that common theme where it's like, Hey, back in the days, I used to sell, you know, fortune teller things and, and <laughs> B-Boy videos and lemonade stands. So yeah, I think, I think it starts early. I think it starts early. That's awesome. I'm glad you mentioned the word selling because at the end of the day, all the stuff that we do, and it's interesting because uh, the first episode we had in this brand new series where we're talking about topics, his, his mm -hmm. name is Stuart, and Stuart said something really interesting. He said, we are all selling. Like every single so person, true. regardless of what position you have and regardless of so what true. job and where you are, right, whether you work for somebody or not, we are all selling ourselves personally or professionally. Mm -hmm. And and we can't, you know, ignore the fact that that's happening. So instead of being ignorant to, to it, it's why don't we come up with a process to help us sell more methodically or yeah. in an organized manner, especially if you are an online business. Um, so, so let me ask you, because I know you've got a few different examples of how, you know, you've gone through different, uh, cycles of selling ever since you were, you know, middle school all the way to now. If there's one thing that pops out at you, what do you think it is that has been that one thing you do really well that has helped you to succeed in your selling efforts? Making a move, you know, taking initiative and really reaching out to people to, to help other people. And it can't be about you. Um, I think that's one of the things that, you know, sales has a negative connotation because of the, you know, the used car sales. And then a lot of people that just say, hey, listen, this is what you need. This is going to make your life better. Whatever. You, we've all heard all the bad sales pitches. And I think it does have a negative connotation. But um, as Stuart mentioned, former guest, he's right. Everything is about you're selling everything, your personality, uh, your presentation, your smile, the way you shake someone's hand. Everything from that given moment, you're selling yourself. And I even learned that as a b-boy, uh, you know, and even learned that as, as, as a musician, as a performing artist. I'm not selling them the song. Half the time they're the live show, they don't really know. Some of them may know your lyrics and some of them may not know your lyrics. 
but I'm selling the performance and I'm making them feel good. And they're like, yo, after the set, they would be like, hey, listen, I loved your energy. I don't know what you were saying, man, but I loved your energy, man. And that was selling myself. So I think there was a lot of things that I learned about sales and a lot of things that people in online entrepreneurs can kind of take away from is that fact that uh, you have to make them feel good. And it's not about picking up the microphone. It's not about having a product or service and saying, this is what I have to offer. No, no, no. It's how are you going to benefit? What, is, what value are you going to get out of it? So I, I think you have to think about them and not about you. Uh, and I think that's one of the great takeaways that I've learned. Uh, so just make a move, take the initiative and just make sure that you reach out and help other people. I think that's, that's important. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad that you said that helping other people. You know, I have over 12 years of uh, professional experience in sales mm-hmm. um, prior to jumping into my coaching and on entrepreneurial endeavor. And anybody I've talked to who isn't in sales or who isn't an entrepreneur always says the same thing to me. They say, I hate all salespeople. Like, I can't stand mm-hmm. salespeople. Yeah. I, know, I know what they're doing, and I don't trust any mm-hmm. of them. I, so I automatically always close off because I just don't trust them. And I, I love what you said because you said something that, that is so important that I think people need to know. It's sales, being a salesperson, is not about me throwing myself at you, right, to, to, to take, you know, for me to take from you. It's me serving you. It's me helping you. Mm-hmm. I need to give you something. Otherwise, I don't deserve your business, yeah. right? So yeah. so walk us through that. I mean, and, and why don't we use your connected uh, creatives um, movement as, as a as a place for us to start and build that foundation because it started as live events and in mm-hmm. real life connections and then you moved it to an audio version of that which is your no permission needed podcast and so uh, how did you even start the opportunity to get people to come even to in, into one room and pay for things and be mm-hmm. a part of something like that because obviously they're not buying just the drinks and they're not buying just the ticket to get in. They're buying the opportunity to be with you and a part of your community. Well, as uh, Seth Godin says, you know, and I truly believe we're definitely living in the connection economy and connection is right. That's the reason why I was inspired and called it the company Connected Creatives. Uh, people are yearning for connection. And that's the reason when I wanted to launch Connected Creatives, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this, but I'm going to take it back to the basics. I'm going to take it back to what I know best and what, how people are going to feel once they enter and leave the event. They want, I want them to feel connected amongst each other, amongst, you know, uh, with not only myself, but with everybody. And, and I think that's the response that we got. And, uh, and it was very successful. We had about over like 160, 170 people in the first yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah. And the second one was just as good. And, um, so that's how I started Connected Creators. I said, you know what? I'm going to start with social events. Because if I just put a brand, a Facebook page or website and say, hey, I'm going to try to help you out, they're going to play great. Just another <laughs> an, another guy just trying to get it, push his message, right? Right. right. So again, it went back to the social events and the importance of humanizing your brand. And I think that's something that as sales uh, people, we have to keep in mind is that you have to be able to humanize your message and what you're trying to express and the value you're going to bring onto others. Uh, that's, what that's was missing? Like what, what do you think was missing and why do you think that it was received so well from your community? I think people were uh, yearning just for, for connecting and really, really, you know what it was? I think it also was very niched. So it was, okay, cool, creative entrepreneurs. So we were very specific and said, this is strictly for creative entrepreneurs uh, and people who are struggling, the photographers, the musicians, the graphic designers. So I think a lot of creators, as you know, were very introverted 
And I've made it to a point to where we came out with a video and said, hey, listen, you know, you might be shy, we might be uncomfortable, but we're all in this together. So just come into this room and, and we'll figure it out. We'll put name tags and introduce each other. And, and it was amazing. And it was cool. You saw like the creators in the beginning, kind of like in their own little pockets, in their own corners. And then by within like 30, like an hour, everybody was just kind of mingling. It was great. I got to see the kind of the psychology of, of a creative to where they're very introverted. And then they opened up and said, hey, listen, these are people just like me. Uh, and it was a beautiful moment to see that kind of unfold. So, uh, yeah, that, I think that's what was missing is, uh, just, you know, the ability, the ability to connect other people and, and, and taking that chance and saying, Hey, listen, let me go ahead and make it happen and see what happens. And, and it worked well. It was awesome. I love it. I love any movement yeah. where you help people mm. find other people like them, yeah. right? Because isn't that what it's all about? You, you know, we entrepreneurs tend to be stuck on our lone island and we think that nobody understands what we're going through. Nobody gets it. You know, we're not getting any help from anybody. You know, everybody's saying no to us, but then you walk into a room with other people who are exactly like you and you don't have excuses anymore, right? Right? Because now we're all in this together. Like you said, you're like, let's just figure this shit out all together, dude. I have no idea what I'm doing either. And I love that you always talk about like, yeah, I don't know how to use Skype. That's my first time using Google Hangouts. (laughs) I hear you say that stuff. Like to me, it doesn't make me as a creative go, oh my God, what the hell is (laughs) For me, it, it, it makes me go, wow, you were so brave because you don't know that and you're still here doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like to me, I respect that. I admire that because it says you. you don't have to know everything and things don't have to be, you know, like you don't have to have all your I's dotted and your T's crossed and the stars to align for you to launch something. Just go fucking do it, right? Just go and get it done. Amen. And then, oh my God, okay, now let me learn what I could have done better the next time around, right? You just, you just resonated and amplified the no permission needed philosophy, right? Oh, dude, I'm so glad you just said that because I was, I was going to just jump into that. You know, as, as you know, I just launched a book yesterday that is the book I've been meaning to write since 2011. And there are three themes that jump out of that book. And one of the themes is like in direct alignment with no permission needed. But one of the themes, I call it unleashing your bear. And just real quick story, my first name, Bernadette, in French means brave as a bear, okay? So so that being said, you know, you grow up with a name that means brave as a bear. It's like, holy shit, I can't be chicken shit anymore because I have this huge name, right? And so, so one of the things that I had to learn to do in my lifetime, which was not easy at all, growing up in a culture that didn't let women really have a voice, was mm-hmm. I had to learn how to unleash my bear, which my bear basically is like every like every morsel of my true being and my authentic self that I've been suppressing and holding down so deep for a very long time, I finally let it out in 2013. It was the year that I unleashed my voice. I unleashed my authenticity, my genuine self. And when your podcast came out, you know, no permission needed, that's exactly what I talk about in that book. I talk about stop waiting for permission. Mm -hmm. Just go fucking do what you want to do. Because you know why? Because those haters they're not going to want you to do it anyway. You know what? They're holding you back already anyway. So why are we waiting for them to give us permission? So, so what's your take on no permission needed? No permission needed. Wow. And that was beautiful, beautiful story, by the way. Um, and I'm looking forward to that book. I'm excited. I'm looking forward to reading it. Congratulations. Thank you. No permission needed is to me. And that's the reason why I wanted to name the podcast. No permission needed. It's, it's, it represents everything where you just, where you just echoed and everything that just, everything from what I've started with 
my music career and organizing these events, just the willingness to say yes, you know, to the possibility, to your untapped potential, to the opportunity to really go out there and, and make uh, an impact, change the world, and do it, you know, by being connected with other creatives. And, um, you know, that, that's really pretty much kind of sums up everything that I've been going through. I started District Soul Promotion, started organizing my own events because I felt like the venues weren't doing the musicians justice. I mean, they were paying us pennies. And, uh, and they weren't promoting the events and then they would promote and then they would like blame the musicians. So I said, you know what? At that, I'm going to go ahead and organize a district soul organization. It was very much like kind of the, the precursor to connected creatives, but it was on a, on a music level. And I was, I, I told the bands, I grouped them all together and was like, listen, we're, I'm going to organize events. I'm going to promote you. I'm going to organize uh, videos and you can check out the videos on, on YouTube. And, and I'm going to make sure that we represent grassroots, independent, just hardcore, uh, you know, grind and hustle. And we're going to do it on our terms. We're not going to depend and wait permission for these guys to, to do it. And I actually printed out pre-sale tickets and gave them to the bands. It's like, you know what? You're going to sell these, but you're going to get incentives. You're going to get, you know, incentives. You're going to get paid. You're going to get 50%. And again, there's my entrepreneurial wiggle, you know, but I was really giving back, but it was genuinely because I really wanted to, to set the example for these musicians that even though you're an independent and it goes back to sales, mm-hmm. don't, don't accept everything, the crumbs that they give you. Like you are worth what you represent and all the art that you create. And I think that goes back. I don't want to divert too much, but that's the reason why a lot of creatives struggle with the sales part because they act, they feel like they're not worthy of it. Ask for it. They're not, they're not paying for that product or the service or for whatever you're doing. They are paying for all the experience, the blood, sweat and tears, all the grind, all that, those years that you have developed yourself as a creator. That's what they're paying for. So you are worth it. You are worth it. And I think that's the reason why a lot of people in general, but a lot of creators especially, is because we're so used to being criticized when it comes to our art that we feel like when it comes to asking for it, we're, we're sensitive creatures. So when it comes to asking for it, it's like, I really feel like I'm not, they're not going to pay for it. There's, there's no way. Uh, but yes, yes way. Uh, they can definitely, you know, and you just have to go for it. Again, no permission you needed. You've got, you can't wait for the lights to turn green you just gotta go 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 and i think that's been the common theme with you myself and our online creative community and it's been a beautiful thing to see that oh my god you just said that so poetically and i love it because music industry or not like you said this theme echoes in every single type of entrepreneur i mean granted i'm not you know i'm not a musician but i love music but for me where this echoes is you know people telling me that oh why do you write on an, on a sunday newsletter Nobody's going to come and read your newsletter. Who cares if you don't write at the speed, yeah. right? And I'm like, I tell people that I'm going to write a Sunday newsletter. So I'm going to show go. up and I'm going to write a Sunday newsletter, you know, yeah. or people who tell you you're not good enough to blog or people who tell you, you know, why are you starting a podcast? You know, just like all these different people telling you different things, music industry or not, we're all dealing with these naysayers <clears throat> who try to hold us back. And there's this really great quote, and I always forget exactly how it goes, but it's by Ray Goforth. And I think he says something like, there are two types of people in this world. Those who are afraid uh, that you are going to succeed or those who are afraid that they won't. Something like mm-hmm. that. Something mm-hmm. along the lines of that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So when, when you think about that, when you think about why is somebody naysaying to me, right? Why is somebody hating on what I'm doing? It's not about you, man. It's never mm-hmm. about you. And mm-hmm. no permission needed or what I call is, you know, unleashing the bear basically mm-hmm. means 
they're going to try to stop you anyway, but it never has anything to do with you. There are two reasons right. why. Like I said, A, it's either because they don't believe that they're good enough to do it themselves, so they're internalizing and putting it on you and right. saying, you're me, you're just like right. me, or B, it's because they're afraid that you might actually succeed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the best thing, I think, uh, I, I forgot where I read it, uh, and it, it pretty much echoes what you just said. When people say that you can't do it, it's because, with, essentially, they're doing it because they can't. They, I mean, they're afraid to actually do it. So, again, you know, haters are just secret admirers. Uh, really, you know, <laughs> Gotta love, love them. Do. You're right. Yeah. No matter how much I cringe, every time I see some negativity, I'm just like, you know what? Right. It's like, thank you. Thank you for the negativity yeah. because you're still giving me energy. You know what And you're making it happen. And for the creators that are listening around, I mean, you're, you're making it happen. Everybody's just kind of like, oh, he's doing this and that's stupid. It's like, man, you're taking the energy to type all those words, to go on my channel, and really just... So, what? thank you. It's like, thank you for being a fan. I appreciate it. That's I right. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Cheers uh, to the haters. <laughs> I know, right? Oh, I wish I had a drink with me. Um, okay. I'll put my sunglasses back on since we're kind of wrapping <laughs> up here. But um, any, anyway, it was you. So fly. <laughs> anyway. <That's> sexy one. <laughs> That's why I love you, B. I That's love you, love you. I love mm. you too, O O Town. Okay. okay. <laughs> right. Okay, but anyway, so I do have I do have one more question for you yeah. before we have the close up question. But um, the the one more question is, you know, I love first of all the fact that we were able to really dive into the mindset of an entrepreneur, and to help us understand, you know, really we are the ones who hold us back from being able to do all the things that we want to do. No permission needed, like you said. At the end of the day, we can blame all those people on the outside as much as we want, but, you know, Ozil, you and I both know the truth is, at the end of the day, we're the ones holding ourselves back unless we give ourselves the permission to move forward. Mm -hmm. So I totally appreciate that advice. I think that's that's awesome. But here's the thing. It's hard for people to wrap their head around that. You know, patting them on the back and saying, just be positive, you know, just believe in yourself. And I get get that shit all the time. People say, oh, you're a life coach. You're into that positivity shit. And I'm like, no, the truth is I'm actually very pragmatic. So in order to help our audience be pragmatic, Mm -hmm. give us a tip, um, maybe three things, three top things that you find help you to be successful in in being an entrepreneur or online, you know, business, whatever you want to call it, whatever it is you want to say that you do. What are the top three things that you have found when you incorporated that on a pretty regular and routine basis? Yeah. This is what helped you to see the success much faster. First off, every morning I, I think is so vital. You know, creatives out there, entrepreneurs, you know, take care of your health, take care of yourself. And I think fitness has helped me out. Uh, make sure that I work out four to five days a week, go out for a run. Uh, it does something to clear your mind. Uh, it gives you the energy. Uh, entrepreneurs like to hustle, hustle, hustle. Well, you can't hustle, hustle, hustle if you're not taking care of yourself. So make sure that you take care of yourself. You work out. I believe, I think Richard Branson had mentioned that sometime. They asked him, what was the secret to success? And he said, work out. And I totally agree with that. Um, also, check yourself before you wreck yourself. My man, Ice Cube said that. But seriously, I had to throw a little hip-hop in there. I was going to say Seriously, you know why? And what I mean about, and what I mean about that is... Um, Social media, yes, it's important to get the message across and, and do what you do. But really check your social media habits because now there's just a lot of garbage out there and there's also the challenge. There's a lot of great content. There's a lot of some great podcasts that I would love to listen to every single one of them. And I see a lot of my online friends 
and and people who are listening, you might be going through this right now where you might feel like you need to consume so much information before you make the move and give yourself permission. Well, I suffer from the paralysis analysis before. I used to feel like I needed to make sure that I align all the stars before I make the move. So another habit, please, is check your social media habit. Make sure that you have a schedule, either morning, nighttime, whatever it is, but don't, because if not, you're going to keep on checking, you're going to keep on reacting. So make sure that you, you schedule that in. Uh, social media is not that important, guys. Uh, it's important to connect with other coming, people. Coming from two, like, you know, bloggers slash podcasters. Yeah, right, right. No, I mean, it, it, it is no, very, very important. You know what I mean? But it, it's important. It's important, but it's not that important to where you have to unplug and do the work. Like, a lot of times, I see a lot of people, they're just constantly on social media. It's like, wow, when are you doing the work? And I've noticed, Bernie, and you know this too, that a lot of successful comrades, the online people that are doing it, I don't see them on, on Twitter or on, on Facebook a lot, you know? Uh, they're, they're grinding. I mean, you don't, it's like, where are you at? It's like, because they're hustling, they're working. So again, another habit is make sure that social media, yes, is important, but it's not the most important thing when it comes to building your brand and building your community. Your community does not want to be bombarded all the time, 24 seven with, with content. Make sure you also take care of that as well and, uh, and give them small doses. Uh, but at the end of the day, they're going to fall in love with the work you do. So make sure that the work is a lot more important. So that's another habit. Um, so health, checking your uh, social media, and reach out to people. I mentioned this in the monthly confessional, Bernie. Yes, I gave yes. mad love to oh you my God. and Dave and Kristen. I was in the shower. I was in the shower. I, I tell you, I, I listened to you in the shower, and Ooh. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, talking about me. And, you know, you know of course, I, I loved it. No, but, but you made a great point. I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say that, too. You said – it was a good reality check for you because you said that you realized that you, the reason you admired people like me and Christian Runvik and, mm -hmm. and Dave Conry was because when we're you know sharing your stuff and we're sharing other people's stuff and we're really active in helping people, it reminds you, oh yeah, that's right. I need to keep you know paying back and, and paying it forward as well. So 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 take us through that a little bit more. That that third yeah. bullet point. I think this is probably the most important of the yeah. three. Yeah. You know what, guys? So a lot of the times people are consumed with their idea and passion is a mother you know it's just sometimes <laughs> they get you get so passionate to where you get you get blindsided by by the importance of of community and unity and you don't get to see that you're just pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and it's a passion i get it i get it but make sure that you reach out to other people and make sure that it's, it's you're genuine about it but you know, if they're showing love, it's, it's because they're showing love because they respect what you do, but show it back and understand that, you know, we're all in this together, but just take some time to unplug and help other people out. Retweet, share. I just, it just can't be all about, we talked about this, it can't be all about you. Kristen is coming with a coloring book. Dave is coming with doing his own thing with the podcast. You just released, you know, your ebook. You guys are doing the work and putting it out there. You guys are not effing around and just, but you know, and, and, and you guys manage to, to share and support other people. So if you want to be talk about community, you want to talk about, you know, being connected, connect. You want to be up a community, reach out. It's not about you. And trust me, once we create this community of creatives online and offline, you're going to see some magical things happen in your business. Trust me. So I think, again, just make sure that you, you check yourself and help other people, because once you help other people, it's going to come back. Uh, 10 times fold. Oh, so, I'm so glad you said that. that I couldn't yeah. agree more. That's why I said the third bullet point, I believe, is the most 
um, important point for anybody starting out and anybody who's been around a while and maybe they need this reminder. When I first started out in, in online selling, I remember a mentor said to me, I said, I don't know how to begin. Like, I don't have a real community, if you will. Mm-hmm. Everybody I was connected to before was in my sales life and it was customers. I'm like, so now I have to start from scratch. 2009, this was. And he said, the best piece of advice I can give you is to mm-hmm. just serve. Just go help people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck kind of, you know, like, I thought it was like an ethereal mm-hmm. kind of response. Like, how, what does that mean? Like, how, how does that work? And I get it because the minute I started going out to people and saying, how can I help you? What do you need? You know, uh, oh, can I help over here? Here's a suggestion. You know, I, I volunteered for uh, nonprofit organizations, um, a lot of different things. You know, I offered to do things for people. I bartered. And over the last six years, I have seriously built a very strong, very connected and very engaged community because people always say to me, wow, you're so helpful. You're so giving. And it's mm-hmm. because I never forgot what my mentor said to me. He said, go out and serve and help people. Mm-hmm. And he's right. And what you just said right there, because the law of reciprocity is going to, is telling you that help is going to come right back. It's going to come right back yeah. when you least expect it. When you're damn afraid to ask for help, people are going <laughs> to come out and help you. Right? Isn't that the truth? No, I agree. And, and to, to extend and to expand on what you just said, a lot of people say, yo, when they react, like, are you serious? You know, that's crazy, right? But what they don't understand is that, and it's weird to them because they're constantly just consuming content about marketing and sales. And it's important, but remember, I, I want to like release a course about community. Like really, I, I think that's an idea that I have. I've been really trying to uh, etch out because I think that's the missing element when it comes to entrepreneurship. Yep. Seriously. Marketing, yes, there's a shitload of things on marketing. There's a lot of things on sales. Yes, there's a lot of things on, on how to become a public speaker, but nobody's talking about the freaking community, which is I so important. And it. I think that if we can just check people and say, hey, listen, hey, hey, I get it. You're going to have a product. You can have a service. But what are you doing for others? Because if you're just going to, if you think that you have the dopest product and you're going to put it out there and people are, you're going to expect people to be like, yes, that's great. Man, the reality is going to hit you because it's going to be to a point where like, no, listen, you are, you never helped anybody out. You're just some egotistical entrepreneur that wants, you know, that believes their product is a shit. And, right. You know, so. Right. Because yeah. you're an awesome marketer. You're an awesome salesperson, but you didn't help me out. Why the hell do I want your product? Right. There it, is. <laughs> there it is. Absolutely. And you're doing a great job. I mean, that's why I had to give you props because, you know, you and, and along with others um, understand the importance. And you guys, it's not like you have to be taught. Like you guys understand the importance of that. And you guys are genuine about it, man. So much respect to, to you. Uh, for always, always showing love. Right. And reach on. This is my, this is monumental. This is actually my first interview. What? So, uh, Are yeah, you kidding girl. Me? Oh yeah, my God, you did not tell me that. This is monumental, y'all. Oh, so, oh, you, know, and, you know, this will always be embedded in my memory. Wow. Thing well, you heard it right here. Shut up, show. Oh. You know, today, April, what is this, 29th? 29th. <laughs> 2000. Oh, Z O M B. Making my debut. Milestone, holy shit! You know, seriously, it's like re- oh, please, please remember me in the shut up show when you're like, you know, all the way over <laughs> over there. But uh, <laughs> but no, no, yeah. but but thank you, thank you, thank you for the feedback. And uh, and one yeah. last thing to to yeah. plug you, mm-hmm. honestly, I don't share crap. I only share people <laughs> and things of value to me. So I wouldn't be sharing, you know, Ozila, I wouldn't be sharing Connected Creatives on Facebook. I wouldn't be sharing No Permission Needed podcast if I didn't believe in who you are and what you put out. Wow. So thank you. Wow. And now oh, for the yeah. final. For the final. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> okay, so man, what's up, man? we're oh, silly here, you guys. We're silly here. 
We're gonna. I, I gotta put my shades on because uh, B put her shades on. I know, right? I feel since we're closing out the show, baby, we gotta oh, do it. Where's my hat? I need a hat. Okay, so anyway. Okay, so uh, as we close out the show here today, guys, on um, right. the Shut Up Show. <laughs> put up a shut up. We did it. <laughs> we're not gonna rap. Okay, we'll do that. We'll do that on No Permission Needed podcast. Right. We, ain't, we ain't gonna do it here because I'm gonna lose a bunch of B, people in my B, community. <laughs> B promised me a rap, so if you guys haven't checked out that episode, check it out. But when we bring her back, she's going to do a rap. <laughs> I promise I'm going to do a rap duo, duo with you. I was practicing a little bit while I was doing the dishes today, but I wasn't ready today, so I was like, okay, I'll do it next time. So anyway, as, as we as we wrap up the Shut Up Show today, Ozil, yeah. the most important thing, I want to feature the people that I brought on, because I want to, because that's my way of thanking and giving giving back to you for all the value that you put out there. So first tell the Shut Up Show community what you are working on next and how we can find you and your awesome work. Definitely. Thank you very much. To the community, hello. And uh, you can definitely connect with me at connectedcreatives.com and uh, facebook.com backslash connectedcreatives and also on Twitter. And I'll tell you what, whenever you uh, hit me up on Twitter, after you listen to this, shoot me a tweet and let me know what you thought about the interview. And if there's anything that we can do to help the odd be, we're all connected. Again, that's the reason why it's called Connected Creatives because I truly believe in community. So if there's anything we can do to help you out, uh, we're always looking forward to bringing everybody together in unison. So that's right. So Facebook, Twitter, and ConnectedCreators.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And last but not least, No Permission Needed is the name of the podcast show. You can go on iTunes and check it out. Also on Stitcher Radio for all you Stitcher Radio listening folks. And I uh, look forward to uh, connecting with you. Definitely. Thank you, B. Do you want to say an outro look, real quick for the Shut Up Show? <laughs> Come on, I know I put you on the what? spot. I know you put me on the spot. I, but I, I know you know how to do this stuff, Mr. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel like I, I feel like I need, for some reason I was thinking of a rap. I was like, should I rap? I don't know. Do it. Anyways, no. <laughs> no, listen, I, I just, it's it's been a pleasure being on the show. Guys, I say this, B represents this. And I always say you don't need permission. Give yourself permission today right now to go out there and make it happen get up get out and do something i truly believe in you b believes in you and remember whatever whatever you guys need we are here for you so uh that's it i, I really next time i'm gonna have to bust a rap with you guys but get out there and make it happen and i'm ozil this is b i like to close it out with peace and one love oh damn i should have said that with you <laughs> all right let's do it again it. peace, peace. And one love. And one love. <laughs> See you next week, Shut Up Show. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Shut Up Show. The Shut Up Show is sponsored by The Amazing Cells. That's S-E-L-Z dot com. Seriously simple selling. Get instant access to download a free copy of our 18-page ebook, The Solopreneur's Guide for Shutting Up and Making Shit Happen. Simply go to our website at theshutupshow.com slash subscribe and join other brave entrepreneurs who are shutting up and making shit happen. If you believe in The Shut Up Show and this platform has helped you shut up and make shit happen, please head on over to iTunes. Search for The Shut Up Show in the podcast section and leave us an honest star rating and review. Your feedback will help us to gauge what we're doing well and where we need to continue to improve. The ratings and reviews help us to continue to bring on amazing sponsors like Cells so that we can deliver weekly episodes to you for free. So your feedback does matter. Thank you for helping us and supporting us.